want a piece of me? Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, Bunk? Good morning, Vietnam! I love the smell of night pump in the morning. You're gonna need a bigger boat. I feel the need. The need for speed. I wish I knew how to quit you. Love means never having to say you're sorry. You do! You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Happy Monday, moviegoers. Welcome to episode 225. Welcome to our 2022 finale. And welcome to a new episode of the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Juan, and I am joined with the cast, the crew, the good fella, Zach. Hey, what's up, guys? Greg. Yo, yo. And I'm joined with special guest, Mr. <clears throat> Nicholas Rice. What's up? And James Stokes. How are you guys doing today? Doing great, man. How are you? Good, man. Real good. Uh, hopefully, it was a great Christmas and a great holiday for you guys uh, this past weekend um, for everybody involved. Uh, did you guys have a good holiday? No one wants to go first. <laughs> yes, I had <laughs> a great holiday. <laughs> quiet. Yeah. Um, very quiet, very chill, very cold. Oh, <laughs> cold. Yeah. Yeah. Was cold. Uh, well, for everybody who's, you know, spent this year-long journey with us, we started with uh, um, the tragedy Macbeth in January, and we've went all 12 months talking about Denzel Washington. Today, we put the uh, the nail in that Denzel Washington year, and we talk our top five plus five Denzel Washington movies today. Um, but before we get started, um, Nick, if you want to let everybody know kind of why you're here and, and what sure. you're joining us for the the uh the sure. floor is yours sir awesome thank you so much well hi my name is nicholas rice i'm actually a producer writer and actor that resides in dallas texas uh, a couple of years ago i wrote uh, or i had an idea for a new type of superhero and then i had a dream about that during the lockdown and i woke up and i said screw this i'll do it myself so i just learned how to write screenplays <laughs> I took a whole Thanos approach and I grabbed my Infinity Gauntlet and uh, learned how to write screenplays and, and, and wrote a movie. The first, uh, the, the first rendition of that movie was uh, absolutely atrocious. Uh, and then I learned more and got it to where it is now um, a highly sought after movie and has been read by some very, very big wigs. And I'll mention one name and I won't mention any other ones, but that one name is Michael Bay. He did read it. Um, and I, oh, wow. I have a feeling the only reason he read it is because one of his friends is attached to the movie. Uh, Glenn Moore Shower, you probably have heard that name or seen his face. He is attached to the movie as the main bad guy. Uh, we have been producing this movie for two years now. We have some stars attached. Uh, James Stokes is one of my awesome producers. He's actually helped us get the development funds that we needed to get our LLC in place, our um, private placement memorandum in place, and you know basically get the whole thing packaged. Uh, and so it's been really, really, really awesome. So the one thing that we've decided to do as a production team, as a producer team, is, is crowdfund our first 500K. We already have distribution in place. Uh, we already have uh, connection with name talent. And uh, all we need to get everything going is the first 500K. Now, the budget for this movie is $11 million. Uh, this is going to be a high-octane action movie. With uh, It's going to be familiar yet new all at the same time. So if I had to tell you guys, uh, there's a total of seven. This is going to be military, MMA, and superhero. There's a total of seven superheroes. You'll see four in the first movie because this is a trilogy. It's not just one movie. Uh, and all seven superheroes get their powers from the seven archangels. We're going to make these archangels to be 
20 feet tall, 60 foot wingspans and armored to the teeth. So big, beautiful and terrifying all at the same time. Uh, we're really excited about it and we want to be able to invite other people to come on board with us uh, because we've talked to investors and all the investors are really uh, interested and excited about it. But, you know, getting someone to invest in a movie is really, really difficult because it's, it's a high risk type of thing. Uh, but we have things in place where if we can raise a certain amount, uh, all the other people will come on board with us. And so we have everything in place. We just have to raise the first 500K. Now, everybody's like, oh, 500K is a lot of money. The thing is, 500K compared to $11 million is just a drop in the bucket. Uh, and so the reason why we're going to do the crowdfunding is because it invites everybody to be a, a part of it uh, for any amount. Uh, so you don't have to have thousands and thousands of dollars in your bank account just to be a part of this. You can actually start giving at five dollars. Uh, so I think they have the um, the giving site that's posted in the comments. Uh, so if you wanted to click on that giving site, it'll take you straight to our giving site page. We also have a website that kind of explains all of our uh, story when it comes to the story of the, the project and the production and the producer story uh, on, a, on a website called socialbuzzfilmfund.com. Socialbuzzfilmfund.com. If you go to that website, it'll give all of our descriptions, mine, James, the other two producers, and all the writers. It'll also show you the stars that are attached. So we have Glenn Moore Shower attached. We've got uh, Hercules from the 90s, Kevin Sorbo attached. Uh, nice. We're really excited about that. He's going to be one of the main bad guys as well. So it's going to be, and, and Kevin and Glenn are friends. Uh, I found that out because Glenn's my acting coach. Uh, Kevin and Glenn are, uh, Glenn are really good friends. Kevin only came on board because he, know, he knows Glenn. He talked to me and then he liked the project. He read the project. It's, it's really, really exciting. Okay. And we have a lot of momentum going forward and we just want to continue that momentum into 2023. And all we're asking you to do, if you can only give $5, $5, baby, that'll help us get to the next step. Uh, once we get probably around a uh, hundred to 150 K raised, we have other people that we can activate that can help us really, really push and get it out there to that 500 K mark. Uh, and this is not just one film. Like I said, we're actually trying to build something to where we can uh, invite multiple people to come to the platform of socialbuzzfilmfund.com. If they need to get funds raised, we want to help them do that. So this is something that is not just uh, helping us. It's helping uh, a load of film people out there that can get their idea from idea to screen. You know, and that's what we really want to do. Uh, th this movie, uh, James has talked probably to more investors than I have. Uh, he, he's, he's been boots on the ground, if you know what I mean. And, uh, a lot of people know that this is a very commercial type of film. In other words, we've had people read it and they say, man, this reads like a Marvel film. So it's going to be the action packed type of Marvel movie with a new unfamiliar, I guess you could say type of story, but it also feels familiar because it's going to have Marvel type, uh, action sequences in it. So, uh, that's basically it. So if, if you can, uh, just go to socialbuzzfilmfund.com if you want to look, read the story. Mm -hmm. And then uh, it has the giving link attached to that specific website. And you can also click on the link in the comments. $5. That's all we're asking. You can give five bucks. That's all we ask. Now, if you want to give more than that, we also have packages tied to any amount that you give. So if you give $5, so I think $99, you get a free, excuse me, you get a free ebook of the story because we actually launched a book and I think I was on this show uh, a while back whenever we went uh, number one bestseller, we launched a novel, uh, went bestseller on day one, went number one bestseller on day five. Uh, and it's, man, it's a, it's a, can I cuss? Yeah. Okay. It's a kick-ass story, man. <laughs> so this is the book. Um, you can, uh, it's called preemptive strike, but the movie title is actually called beyond sight. 
because the book series is named Beyond Sight. So James is the main cover model for the book, uh, and it'll probably be the main cover model for the second book as well. Uh, but this is I hit bestseller on day one, number one bestseller on day five. We've got nothing but almost awesome reviews. Uh, you know, there's going to be some of those naysayers like, eh. But, you know, it's kind of a rite of passage whenever you get your first one-star review, you know what I mean? But most of them, I mean, we, we're sitting, I think, at about 4.7 out of five stars with about uh, almost 50 reviews. Uh, and it's it, it's just really, really exciting because a lot of people say, I just didn't know that you could tell so many stories and then have them connect at the end of the movie or at the end of the book. And uh, the, the audio book is on its way. I'm recording it myself. Uh, and then I'm going to invite some other voiceover people to come on and record it as well. And uh, it, we're just really excited about it. And we want other people to be a part of this with us. So if you have an amount that you want to give, go ahead and give that amount. And it, whatever an incentive is attached to that amount, you will definitely get that reward. Uh, and if you go, I think, above $50, then you'll get a signed copy from me and the other author of the, either the hardcover or the paperback, depending on the, the choice that you have. Uh, and then, of course, if you go any higher than that, then you're getting into the incentives of either getting a call from us on set or talking to one of the stars of the show. And don't get me wrong. There's also other people that are going to be a part of this movie that you don't know about yet. And we can't say their names because they're that big of a star. You know what I mean? So with this yeah. type of giving, the more you give, the bigger the incentive is going to be. And uh, I think the largest incentive that you can have is if you uh, if you donate a hundred thousand dollars or more, then you get actual equity in the film. So whenever the movie starts making money, you're going to make money for the life of that movie. Uh, so nice. yes, that 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 is basically. So if you go to socialbuzzfilmfund.com, it'll tell you all the different packages, and then you can just click the link and it'll send you straight to the giving site. So yeah, and I'll let Nick. You know, uh, Nick is great at what what he just said. It's it's, it's amazing what that man can do. And me, as far as me, this is a passion project for all of us. Uh, for me, Nick, Katie, and Liz, it, it literally has become a family between the four of us. We've never been in the same room together. Uh, we've done this from four different states. I mean, from Dallas, Texas, to LA, to Tennessee, to Kentucky. So I'm, I think I'm the only one that has met everybody, you know, as far as been in the same room with everybody. I've, I've traveled to L.A. I've been to Dallas. I've, of course, I've, Katie brought me on. Uh, well, it's been well over a year now. And um, literally this 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 whole project just um, it, it's brought new life to to um, just so many passions of mine as far as uh, being a an actor and a filmmaker and, and being just, just being on the pr production side of it. And the things that I've learned that, you know, I keep my mouth shut and, and learn things before I say anything. And Nick will tell you when I speak most of the time is it's, it's like a bulldog. So it's just, I mean, I come at you like that. So I'm very protective of this team. I'm very protective of our project. Um, I'm a no nonsense kind of guy when it comes to, to comes to some things and stuff like that. So I'm very vocal on what I say, but as far as being passionate about this, yeah, you could say I probably at the top of the list on that. So, uh, but um, I appreciate any time that we get to come on and, and to talk about our project and, and uh, I can't, mirror what Nick has said so many as far as giving, you know, it's, it's been an up and down road with us talking to investors. They are so enthusiastic about it and they want to be behind us. But every time something, well, we got to have, you know, get first line money in or something like that. It's just, it's just always yeah. something. So, you know what, we're going to get the first line money and we're going to get it the way 
probably, I guess, the most traditional way, and that's crowdfunding and, and, and this thing right here like this. So I think that there's enough people behind us that we will raise the 500K. I, I really do believe that. And, um, uh, and it's people like you guys that bring us on to help push this thing, and it, it, really, it really makes a difference, and I appreciate the time. Yeah, no, of course. I've we Nick, you joined us way back when a few years ago on, on an episode to talk about the the book, like the book was in the writing, and now you know, two years later, and it's like, man, here's the movie front face yeah. center, and you know, it's it's just an exciting thing to to get, you know, to to get to help in anybody, to help you guys to you guys help us or for us to do anything local, Nick. You know, we, we yeah, said yeah. that you know you you have you have deep ties to Oklahoma where we're from so it's like hey let's let's reach out and you know let's let's get a movie made for you guys I appreciate it yeah Yeah. it's it's been like James said it's been a a wild ride uh and we we have loved it even though it's been hard sometimes we've loved it because we have learned a lot I mean we're I I have uh, my friends tell me like Nick you sound like uh, like this big wig executive when you start talking about film uh and and it will go over your head uh if, if you're not familiar with film and I, right. I try to tell myself, I'm like, how did I learn all this stuff in like a year and a half? And yeah. the cool thing is when you want to do something, like when it's your passion and you want to do something, yeah. you absorb information yeah. and understand it way easier. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and so like mm-hmm. me talking about ROIs and, and return on investment and, and, you know, equity in the film and all that other stuff, I actually understand what I'm talking about because <laughs> I wanted to learn that because I want to get my project off the ground. Um, and the great thing is we're as far as we can go until we actually, you know, either get the money or get a name attached. And we have this mm-hmm. way of getting the name attached that if we just had 500K, uh, and I know that sounds like if I, I, my uh, my co-writer Nikki. She's like, "Oh yeah, five hundred k." I was like, "That's a drop in the bucket for eleven million dollars." Okay, it's not exactly. a lot compared to what we're trying to get. Yeah. But five hundred k. What we're going to do is we're going to take that money and we're going to go to a name talent. We're new producers. Like James has been in the industry for ten years, but I think he's been mostly in the acting world. And so when it comes to producing, all these name talents, uh, they don't. And when I say name talent, I'm talking about big names. And I'm not going to say uh, names that we're going after, but I'll just give you an example of what a big name is. A big name is Jason Momoa. Like that's a yeah. big name because he pulls in what we call distribution. He pulls in pre-sales. He pulls in everything. So when we go after names of that stature, they don't trust us because they don't know us. You know, they, if we mm-hmm. if we were established producers and we've you know produced other ten million dollar films that were or eleven million dollar films that were successful, then they were to be like, okay, let's hear you out, let's read your script yeah. and go for, go from there. But they can't do that, so they have to see yeah. the money first. And so the five hundred K gives us the ability to get them under contract or even to a signed letter of intent. Uh, and so what we'll come to them with is what we call a, a hybrid type of contract. Like say we'll, and, and again, this is not a name we're going after. I just want to use it, this name as a setter. Say we're going after Jason Momoa for six days of shooting for, you know, and this is not what he would settle for, but it's just giving you an example. $2 million for six days of shooting. Uh, then we would have to give a percentage of that up front. And so it would be like 20% of $2 million. And so that money, like whatever that money is that we give up front, that's theirs regardless if they, regardless if the movie shoots or not. Now, the great thing is, is we'll we'll schedule that name talent far out in advance. That way we have plenty of time to plan to get them on set for those days shooting. And we will shoot on those days with that said name talent. Uh, and so and once we have that name attached, everything else is already in place. Our distribution's in mm-hmm. place. Um, our um, what do you call it? 
our, our debt financing is in place. Like debt we have everything yeah. else lined up. Yeah. So everything that is already there, we just need that first 500K. And, you know, what's 500 divided by five? Anybody know that? Is that 100? Yeah. 500 divided by five is 100. So if we had 100, yeah. so does that mean if 100,000 people give $5, we would have 500K? Is it, am I doing that math correctly? Correct. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> so if $100,000 just give the minimum amount, $5, that means we would be at goal. Uh, and you can continue to do the math like that because, you know, the friend that just gave 10 bucks, he, he this is a total, like, he's almost a total stranger. He's actually about to be my roommate because we have a room open at my house. Uh, and he just gave 10 bucks. He doesn't know me from Adam, really. Mm-hmm. But, he, but he believes in it. He's like, oh, yeah, you're doing the work. Here's 10 bucks. You know, I can't give much, but here's 10 bucks. So if everybody would just give 5 to $10, and it's about, you know, the, the on the lower end of how much we actually need, then it'll add up. And we, we know it'll add up. So uh, that, that's what we're just trying to get across. Thank you for this time, by the way. I, I know you're yeah, you no, no precious. Uh, and yeah. uh, we really, really do appreciate this. And anytime we can come back on and give you guys updates, we would definitely love to do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you know, guys know this, but all four of our producers, like James said, we're, we have the, the, there's a story behind our production, our producer team as well, because none of us have actually like all four of us have never been in the same room together. And we love each other wow. like family. And we've been producing this film for almost two years now. Um, now I've seen James, James has seen Katie, James has seen Liz. Like he's probably the only one that's actually, and I know Liz, Liz and me are, have actually it started out with me and Liz and then it was me, Liz and Katie. And then it was me, Liz and James, uh, Katie and James. So but, the, but all four of us have never been in the same room together. And I think we're probably going to keep it that way until we actually start pre-production. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that way, the, just, the keep, story just keep going. Continues. Keep yeah, the tension yeah, low. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, we don't want to mess up a good thing. We don't want to mess up a good thing. You know, maybe one you know. day soon we can get you guys on the same screen together. Hey, on, we would on love that. You know? we, would, like, we can plan it out. I guarantee it. Like, cause uh, you know, Katie came down with something, but if we could plan it out, then all four of us could plan yeah. it out and be on the same show. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're all film fans. We're, we're all moviegoers. Let's uh, let's plan on the, on a, on a quick hangout one day soon on a, on a Monday let's night one man. day. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, See, yeah. it'd be I, funny. It'd be so funny if you guys just kept doing this virtual thing until the premiere and then like, Oh, we finally get to meet in person. <laughs> yeah. Well, that would be, so the premiere, be kind of impossible. Don't even be on set together. huh? Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, on, I think Zach meant to on set. He's, Zach's probably had a little too much eggnog already, huh, Zach? The <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> only reason is because we'll we'll have to have everybody on deck whenever production starts happening. James and I will be one of the roles in the film, so you'll see us uh, get to put our acting skills to use. Um, I mean, I we wrote uh, I wrote the lead role for me, and I wanted to give the one of the other lead roles to James. We're both in this kind of situation, though. Like, if another name comes on, and they're like, "No, I want that role," I'm not going to say no to that. Like, if Channing Tatum comes to me and says, yeah. "I want the role of Gabe," I'll be like, "It's yours, bro." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll take a list. Yes, that's fair. <laughs> so, but, you know, yeah, and we know that that's just the nature of the business. But we have other roles that we can go to that uh, we wouldn't have to give up for a bigger name because they're you know supporting roles instead of lead roles. But yeah, we're we're, we're definitely going to do that. I, I know you guys wanted us to say something about um, what you're talking about tonight, right? Right, oh, right. Do you guys? Yeah. Do you guys? If you guys wanted to name five or a, a favorite Denzel film, uh, you know that's who we're talking about today. Um, do you guys want to go? I for do. It? I, I've got mine. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah. I, I would say uh, so least least to greatest, right? There least you go. To five to one. Yeah. Five to one. Yeah. So I'm gonna start out with the Bone Collector. Nice. 
the movie. I don't know what it is, but and that was made back in 1999. But man, yeah, uh, we yeah. reviewed it earlier the year. Yep. Dude, yep. that's a great movie. Uh, and then I'm gonna yep. go with two equalizers. Yep. One and two, baby. The, the Denzel, I mean, he's a pretty versatile actor. And Glenn, uh, my acting coach, has actually acted with Denzel on one of his latest movies on HBO mm. Max. Um, I nice. can't remember the name of it, but it sucked. That movie sucked. The Little Things. <laughs> the Little Things. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that, and it had some big names. It had Jared Leto it in it. Like you. But yep. I just, I was so bored out of my mind with that movie. Um, but Glenn would tell you whenever he was on set with Denzel, he's like, man, they had stupid kind of money. Man, because they, you know, no, him and Denzel would just spend like forty five dollars or forty five dollars, forty five minutes just going over one scene, you know, like mm, in, wow. in private. Yeah, he it was just like one of those I wish I was on that set type of thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, so the two equalizers, and then I'm gonna have to. It's a tie on number uh, two with the Magnificent Seven and uh, the Book of Eli. Mm-hmm. Those are my two number two ties, yeah. uh, and then of course. My number I'm one anxious. overall, number one is uh, Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. Yeah, yeah. Nice, and nice. I'm going to say this. like It's recently become my favorite with Dentel, and it's strictly because me and James started working on another project when we had some downtime with my project, and it's uh, it's about the 2000 National Championship team for Oklahoma. Uh, and we got to talk to all these football boys who were on the field, but what people don't realize is that Denzel Washington was at that game doing the t- coin toss. Like, yeah, he was. Oh, wow. Yeah, and yeah. and the guys that Denzel's comment about the Oklahoma football boys, like Torrance Marshall and all those big tech guys who are actually out on the field doing the coin toss, his comment was they didn't even see I was there. They were so focused, you know. Like yeah, was, they were busy talking trash to Florida State. Yeah, yeah. Torrance was over there, and Tor- I, I've already interviewed Torrance. He was like, "Oh yeah, I was there, I was just spouting off. I want to get my boy's trophy back." You know, <laughs> it, it was yeah. it was such a, and that's why I'm kind of because he was there. Denzel was at that game promoting "Remember the Titans" because it was about to come out. Yeah, yeah. So that that's why it's so, currently my favorite for the Denzel movie. So I'll go, and my five pretty close to to my, my least is probably the bone collector. I love any kind of do, to do with uh, serial killer movies or anything like that. And then uh, the book of Eli would be my fourth. Um, the magnificent seven. I'm a big Western type guy. Anyway, I love, I ride horses all the time. I have horses. I, that's what I do. It's just the way I, I love it. Uh, training day would be my, my next one because there's just, you know, a couple of lines in training day that I just love what Denzel says. And then of course my number one is remember the Titans because I'm a big football player. I played, I played for Jack Harbaugh. I went to Western Kentucky university. I was in the college scene. So I got to play that type of football and, you know, doing this uh, thing with Oklahoma, I've never been an Oklahoma fan. Of course. I mean, I never, I mean, never, never, but now after talking to these guys, I mean, it brings back so many memories of the locker room and of the field and everything. And, you know, now, I mean, oh, I hate to say that. <laughs> Tennessee, Tennessee I, I'm a big Kentucky fan, so I am a Kentucky – I am. I bleed blue. But at the same time, I have to respect what Josh Josh Heupel has done for the Tennessee Volunteers. Yeah. My, my two oldest kids go – to Tennessee, University of Tennessee. So I, I kind of, well, I'm not cheering for him. I'm just going to say that. But, <laughs> but at the same time, I respect, I respect what Josh, what Josh, he's going to the Orange Bowl this time. I mean, he's doing really good. Uh, he, he's, uh, he's, I think he's going to be a great coach for that, for that team. And, uh, 
I uh, can't wait to get to talk to him. We haven't got to talk to him yet because, of course, he's a little high profile right now because we're, of what he did with Tennessee. We're working on it. Yeah, yeah we're working on it. We're working on it. But yeah. I can't wait to listen to talk to him. But getting to, getting to talk to Stoops and, and the, some of the other coaches and, and all the players, it was it was a great, great opportunity for me to just kind of give me that nostalgia of going back to the my old football days and stuff like that. And I – I really appreciate Nick for to bring me in on that, and because I, I do have, I mean, I, I I know football. I mean, I, I played it, I played the game. I know I know football, and I, I love to hit people. Well, I'm just making myself out to be just a mean ass. So I don't, I don't want to shut up, but I like to hit people. So that's just what it is. That's just. A, but that was in football. But that's you know, like, I didn't I didn't know they were going with to us. the Orange Bowl. <laughs> Uh, knowing that they're going to the Orange Bowl now, that's kind of ironic because the 2000 national title I, game was played at the Orange Bowl. I know that's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, I know that. So, and I play Jason Voorhees for Christ's sake. I mean, I kill people for a living. That's what I do. So. <laughs> fake, it's fake, 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 fake. He kills them fake. Fake, fake. It's, fake. It's, <laughs> it's all part of the story. That's right. <laughs> but no, I, uh, Man, I want to appreciate you guys and say thank you for – I appreciate you guys and saying thank you for coming on, man. Uh, anytime you guys want to hop on and um, talk about the project or just talk movies or, hey, you want to we talk love football? Movies, we talk, yeah. We can talk football too. Hey, um, dude, we, so, we're, all, we're all conversationalists here, so we, we would definitely – And so all of y'all are from Oklahoma? All of y'all yeah. are from Oklahoma? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right, I should have wore a UK shirt. Dang. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they got a group there, so it's all good. Look, look. It's okay. Hey, when we go when we go to the SEC, UK will be one UK. of the teams that we beat all the time, you know, so it's fine. It's fine. Pam, I'm a Longhorn fan, so they give me stuff all the time. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. Oh. I didn't know that. We can't be friends. Oh no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What part of Oklahoma do you guys live in? Uh, Central. Uh, Central, Oklahoma City. Central. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Be more specific. Yeah. More. More. Yeah. 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 I used to live in more. Okay. What? All you guys live in more? I I'm kind of like on the borderline of Oklahoma City and more. So. Okay. So central, basically. I'm smack dab central Oklahoma City. Yeah. Okay. I lived in. um, I used to live in more. I've lived in uh, Oklahoma City, and I lived on the north side of Oklahoma City, and I've lived in Norman. So. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I've Very never good. lived in Oklahoma, so I'm good. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> I'm a Kentucky boy. We're thinking, um, uh, just to let you guys know, because we, when we produce a movie, we always like to play something in the movie as actors, because that's what we are um, to the bone. So we're thinking that James would make a good Schmitty. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Come on. Come yeah. Kind of and I could be a good committee. I, I know I could. <laughs> There's no doubt. So, All right. You know, this I, is, I know this you guys. One, one more question. This is the last episode of the year for us. It's, you know, we're, we're just days away from the new year. Besides getting the movie funded and where you want it to go, what else would be your New Year's resolution? Mm. Oh, gosh. Um, because or do you have an or do you have a certain process. goal or do you, or do you have a goal like even one goal for for 2023 other than the movie yeah yeah okay man you just took all my goals away um, <laughs> so i mean as an actor i mean it's always my goal to be um as good as an actor as i can be uh and you know in texas the the main market for acting is commercial and commercial print so um i do love those opportunities whenever a tv show comes my way or a movie comes my way i'm actually able to um 
you know, express uh, as an actor. And that's, mm. that's really hard to come by because we don't necessarily have a lot of those in Texas, but when they do, and I, and that's another frustrating thing of why I came out with my movies because I, I was meeting directors who would see my auditions and I would get to like the last round of decisions and they'll be like, Oh, you were in the last round, but I chose somebody else. I'm like, well, thanks. <laughs> thanks for telling me that. And so, but it just kind of reassured me that I'm like, you know what? I know I'm good. Like yeah, I, you're there. I, I know, yeah. know I'm good at what I do. Yeah. I just, I need somebody else to see that or I can just do it myself. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to listen to you, uh, Juan. My goal is to get our movie funded and uh, off into pre-production at least by May, at least. Good. Yeah. Good. Uh, me, I, like Nick said, acting is a tough, tough job. And you want your next, you would like to have your next filming opportunity to be right behind the one you just wrapped on, which doesn't always happen. But at the same time, you know, I, tr I tried to work on things. I, I signed with a new manager. I've done I've done things the right way. I've got 17 projects that I am I'm bouted for for this next year. I start my first one on January the 6th in L.A. It's called The Dark World of Oz. Of course, it's another horror film. That's what I get. I, I, and I'm, I'm good with that. I, don't I, He's I, I am. The horror is where it's at right now for me. But anyway, I'm starting a new film in January and I've got 17 projects in line to go for next year. So and this one is our big one. This is the big this is the main one right here. Once we get our funding, everything else is going to halt for me until this film gets made. That's just the way. I mean, everybody knows that. My manager knows that. Everybody knows that. So this this is this is our baby. This is what we we're gunning for. So but um, my new I mean, I I don't have a resolution, man. I, I, I live day to day. You know, yeah. You, yeah, you never know who you're going to have to tear the head off somebody. So it's yeah. just ways. It's, it's... I will I will say yeah. this. I, I got approached by somebody in the gym today. He's like, how are you always upbeat? And I'm like, bro. <laughs> love what <laughs> that, you do. I, I, I did tell him that. I'm like, you know, I love coming in the gym. I love seeing you guys. And, I, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this with all confidence. I'm the only, this is the only way I could answer this question. And I was like, the only way I can answer that question is saying I'm always upbeat is because of Jesus. Like, hands down. Other people may, may not agree with that. That's fine. That's you. This is me. Uh, right. And I, I will not answer that question any other way. And it's been awesome. I got to pray with that guy. And he's, he's, yeah. he's a friend in the gym. It was great. Uh, so I hope I have more opportunities like that in the next year. Um, I never want to mm -hmm. discount the, the prompting of the Holy Spirit, if you know what I mean. And uh, it was a great opportunity to do that. So uh, and I actually just got a text message from him uh, thanking me for that, which, you know, it, all it did is just bring us closer as brothers. And, and I yeah. love that. So uh, also, uh, if you guys could let us do another one, one more plug. Um, me and James actually have lost our Instagram accounts because we were promoting my dad's book and my dad's book cover had kind of a risky book cover. Uh, and some people didn't like it cause it's a Christian title and it had, um, well, I'm not even going to talk about it <laughs> anyway. Yeah. We paid dearly. So we lost our, like I had, uh, over 3,500 followers. James had almost 5,000 followers. And so as an actor, that's pretty, that's, that's pretty big blow for us. Cause we yeah. need that online presence. So if you guys could go uh, follow our new accounts, mine's Nicholas Rice official on Instagram. Uh, we, we do like casting directors look at a following 
so if you if you guys could uh, anybody watching or listening, if you guys could go follow us, that would be such a huge help for us. So donate to the page, film fund, uh, social bus film fund. Uh, dot com five dollars or more that'd be amazing and also just go follow us on instagram james what's your tag it's stokes.james1414 i had to make a new one it used to be actor james stokes but now it's stokes.james1414 and um and guys I, ta- I i do a lot of public speaking now especially in schools about bullying and about making choices i talk to a lot of middle schools and high schools and stuff i've got five this year coming up at the end of the year, I always go at the end of the year. So the principals don't mind me coming in and talking. But I use, and it's so funny, people say, why do you use the Jason Voorhees mask to promote non-bullying? Well, it's because if, if I walk on stage in a suit, like a looking like a teacher or a principal, kids are not going to look at, they're not going to talk to me. They're not going to listen. I walk on there and the mask is on, they all shut up. Yeah. <laughs> they all want to know what's going on. So when you get there, t- I've learned this. I've, yes, when I walk into a when I walk into a classroom with that mask on, you don't hear a peep. You don't hear nothing. I've got their total attention. So when you can do that and you can talk to kids without them thinking that you're a teacher or thinking that you're an authority figure, they listen to you. And that's my biggest thing. If I can reach one kid that is bullied or whatever and keep him from committing suicide or her committing suicide, then I feel like I've done my job. And, and I, I get, I get the opportunities to go to these schools now and to talk to these kids. And, and so, yes, please follow me on Instagram at stokes.james1414 or any of my Facebook or anything, James Stokes, you know, it, it just, and teachers reach out to me and, and have me come to your school and talk. It, it's made a, it's made a difference. It's re, it really has kids like to listen to Jay. And I, I, I will, always, I mean, I'm going to use this platform till I can't use it no more, but as Jason Voorhees, people listen, kids listen to that. So, and I only do it for a minute and I take the mask off and I let the kids know that, look, life is real. Life is not the movies. It ain't the movies. Yeah. The movies is not real. Real life is right now. It's about the choices that you make in school, the choices you make in friends that you hang out with. That's what impacts your life. And it impacts your life now, even though you don't think it does. It does. Yeah. So I, I just, um, that's a, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I'll get on a tangent. No, no, no. Hey, I'm very James, passionate is, about that. Is there, is there been a situation where you guys gone to a, you gone, gone to a school and you um, did your whole thing? Is there like an inspir inspir inspirational story that that like really sticks out yes but i don't want to get into it because if i got into it it would it, this your your live would go probably an hour and a half <laughs> there, there, there's been several there's been several there i, I couldn't well i want i don't want to i don't want to just i don't want to downplay it that's right. the thing and and yeah. for for me to actually talk about it and tell the whole story it would take a lot longer than probably what we have here tonight yeah. and i don't oh, want to take the focus off of what we're doing but at the same time yes there has been some impact already with uh, not just and it's funny it's not just with the kids it's with the teachers too because this see this is the thing bullying doesn't stop at kids no bullying yeah. is all over the place with adults and everything else and so, yeah, that that's 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 the thing. It's 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 a rough it's a rough topic to talk about, but it needs mm-hmm. to be talked about, especially in schools nowadays. 
kids can't handle that stress, man. There's, they've already got enough stress with the COVID stuff, with the, with everything else, the way things are going. It's just, it's just hard times right now, man. So if I can help some kids by talking, it, that's what I want to do, and that's that's what that's what I'm I'm gonna do. So, hey, you know, that's awesome. at, at the end of the day, we do the same thing, you know, for this for this show. Like, you know, if we can put together an hour and a half to a two hour episode and talk movies and get people's minds off of what's going on in their life today. Sure. Like, that's that's what we're doing here today, too. So I love it. Um, I, I, I want to let you guys know we have five Mondays in January. So if you guys want to get back on one day soon, let's let's get on a Monday. We can talk some more movies and, you know, let's we can do it, see man. maybe let's once, do it. Maybe once a month we can have you guys on and we can give us an update on how everything's going once a month. I love it. Yeah, that, that's a great idea. Yeah. And, and I know the Let's team will it. be uh, on with that as well. So um, if you want to start it, like, say, the second Monday uh, uh, in January, that way I can tell the whole team and yeah. we can plan it out. Um, yeah. yeah, that'd be really I'll awesome. You, uh, I'd love to have I'll all of us here. I'll send, uh, I'll send the subject matter on what movie we might be talking about. And if you yeah. guys want to join along and give, like, a star rating and, and play along as well, you can. Um, but I want to... I want to say thank you guys for joining us today on this 2022 finale. And if there's anything else you guys want to add to it, go for it. Um, like, like they said at the, in the episode, guys, follow them on the social media, on the Instagram, all the social media will be in the comments and I'll tag you guys in some of the Instagram stories as well. So um, Perfect. I want to say thank you guys for joining us and uh, thanks for participating in the Denzel top five, man. It was fun. Of course. <laughs> yeah. So Dude, you can't absolutely. Get Getting better than Denzel's hard to do. I mean, yeah, Denzel's awesome, dude. It's tough. So, um, yeah, thanks for joining us, guys, and we'll talk to you here in a few weeks. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, so. Thanks, Always guys. Have thanks. a good night. Have Happy good New night. Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Oh well. What a uh, turning segment. What a conversation with Nicholas and with James. Uh, but now we turn our sight and our focus on to last week's episode um if you guys want to join us and listen to us last week um man we talked the 25th anniversary of titanic you guys can listen to that wherever you listen to podcast um iHeartRadio, pandora amazon music tune in stitcher amazon music i've already said that um spotify wherever you listen to podcast click download give a review you can also watch um, this podcast uh, on YouTube uh, live every Monday or on demand at Imasawa Productions, Imasawa Live um, every single Monday, not just wrestling. They got movie reviews, um, horror reviews. Friday the 14th podcast will be coming back the second Wednesday uh, in second Thursday in January. So, um, Friday the 14th podcast never we've never ever reviewed the original Friday the 13th so that is the episode that we are uh, kicking back off in January we're going to review Friday the 13th uh, the original one so that should be fun um, but if you guys want to follow us on social media facebook.com forward slash the cinnamon movie podcast the Instagram is all one word the cinnamon movie podcast Twitter is at cinnamon four zero five and then the email bag, which we will get into at the end of this episode, uh, C-I-N-E-M-E-N-921 at gmail.com. Again, that's all the social media tags you guys can hit. Um, but we're also now joined by Ed. Ed, how are you doing? You have a good holiday weekend? Hey, yeah, I, I had a pretty good weekend, man. I got to see 
almost all family. For those of you who are watching this live um, and watching us on YouTube, Ed, what happened to your beard? Please let everybody know. <laughs> well, uh, my secondary team is the Philadelphia Eagles. What um, happened to the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles this week, Ed? What happened? Jalen Hurts was out, man. No, I don't injured, give me those excuses. You know? Don't give me those excuses. Gardner Minshew tried his best, but Dallas no. obviously won over, man. They they, they came out, they came up. They were. So Dallas lost. They're good. I Dallas, mean, they are. Dallas lost the first game because we didn't have Dak Prescott. Was that an excuse we can use? More than likely, yes. It probably is one. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, you know, uh, you basically, we, we had a small little we had you a know, bet. friend bet, and uh, yeah, I I lost it. So you know, basically, after, I kept it till after, after Ed sent me the picture of of what he did. I sent him a comment. I was like, you know, I forgot all about that bet. <laughs> uh, Christmas Eve, I kept it until eleven forty five, and then I decided to, you know, go ahead and shave and all that. And I I clean shaved. I even back swept. Oh and my god, that. you 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 got it nice and smooth for me, didn't you? It was smooth, man. It was. It was real low, but you know, we it, we already growing. We already growing. Say hello to everybody in the uh, in the live stream. Thanks yes. for tuning in, and um, Natalie, uh, Merry Yo. Christmas to you, and uh, Stefan, Merry Christmas <laughs> to you as well. Merry Christmas. What a week. You know, guys, not only are we talking about Denzel Washington, we're talking about uh, a look back at the entire year for us. What a what a successful year it was for not only the, the podcast in general, but the stream, the YouTube channel, getting over 200,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel. Ima Sawa Productions, the YouTube channel is phenomenal right now, and it continues to grow. Everybody involved. Um, everybody who puts work into the channel, into the YouTube page, um, it doesn't matter how many hours a day you spend on it or how many minutes you spend on it. Um, I know we all here at this podcast would like to say thank you because, uh, you know, being on this YouTube channel now broaden our audience as well. And it's broadened a lot of other people to get on their show and look at their product. Um, so I want to say, at least from all of us, I know you guys all agree that thank you everybody involved in this YouTube channel and uh, 200,000 subscribers is pretty big deal. And, uh, but before we get into the top five plus five, which I'm excited, we haven't had a list like this. We haven't had a top five plus five episode um, in, in almost a year. The last time we did it, I think was back in, in March. So um, do you guys have anything you want to talk about recent watches? Uh, Ed, we'll start with you. Do you have anything you want to recommend that you watched this past weekend? I am rewatching. If not, it's okay. You just say pass. We'll go on to the next. I am playing a... I, I got a new video game that I'm playing called Call of Cthulhu. It's on PlayStation 4. It's a 2018 game. Uh, horror film suspension... Or horror game suspense. Uh, anyways, uh, re-watching uh, Wednesday. Of course. You brought it out. You asked. Not till after the night. But I'm watching... A few episodes of Letterkenny tonight. Hmm. It's back on Hulu. So all you Letterkenny fans, bring it. Get out of your butt. Zach, you know. any, Zach, you have anything you want to recommend or talk about that you got to rewatch this week? Um, I watched the new season of uh, Jack Ryan on Amazon Prime. Finished that up. Uh, started, well, just watched the first episode of 1923, the new Yellowstone spinoff. 
and uh, went and saw Babylon in theaters. So mm. that's about it. You recommend anything? Um, Babylon, if you like the Wolf of Wall Street mixed with The Great Gatsby, that's pretty much the whole movie. Hell yeah. Um, Jack Ryan's pretty good. The new season of Jack Ryan's pretty good. And 1923, man, Harrison, Harrison Ford is awesome in the Yellowstone universe. Just, just saying. Is so. this after 1883? Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, it says right. 1923, so yeah. You never know. Hey, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, it was... I, I, I checked out a bunch of Denzel movies over the week to get ready for today's episode. Um, I watched Step Brothers, rewatched that. It was pretty funny. Um, I got to rewatch. Uh, I didn't get, you know, the, I only watched one Christmas movie this entire season, and the only one that it was was Four Christmases. I uh, I just, for some god awful wicked witch of the West reason, it just hasn't felt like Christmas. Um, and that, then I that I agree with. And then I checked out. Uh, I watched a little bit of Batman Returns. So again, like I said, still doesn't feel like Christmas. Um, Craig, what about you? You check anything out that you want to recommend? <clears throat> well, um, aside from my heater going out and trying to get that fixed, <laughs> is it um, still out? No, it got fixed. Um, Good. Caught up on pretty much all the Christmas Day basketball games, Christmas Eve football games. Um, I am now 75 episodes deep in Dragon Ball Super. Um, <laughs> so I didn't think I would ever make it this far, but, you know, so far so good. It's, I'd say it's a solid season. Uh, you know. How many episodes are there? Oh. There's a lot. Eight bazillion. Oh, There's probably over 200 if i'm not mistaken it's about like, 19 minutes an episode so yeah yeah um but i'm i skipped through the ending and the you know so it's pretty quick um watched uh christmas vacation watched elf a little bit a little bit of elf um but yeah that's about it nice um so craig we have to apologize already no uh, no soundboards today um, as we uh, are reamping for, the I have 20th. four through one. Nice. And that's uh, all, that's... mail time. And you got the truth. I do have the truth. Well, that's exactly what we're getting into now. Oh, it's not ready. Hold it's on. It's not ready. <sighs> Just go ahead and take it, Zach. But okay. we are. Uh, Zach is going to let us know four things that we did not know about one Denzel Washington. Other than his birthday is just a few days away. Yeah, so uh, just a couple things. Um, before Denzel actually got into acting, he was going to become a doctor. Um, his father uh, kind of pressured him into becoming a doctor, but after he did some drama classes in college, he really gravitated towards that. Um, a beauty parlor prophet predicted Denzel Washington's fame. He Back in a 2006 episode of the Oprah Winfrey show, he talked about a story how he was in his mom's uh, beauty shop and one of the people that was in there saying he said she said that she you're going to become you're going to travel the world and you're going to speak to millions of people because of this encounter washington began began to see his platform as an actor as as his uh pulpit and means preaching spirituality in his own way so basically you know someone predicted that he was become as big as he is now um, Denzel Washington has made history at the Academy Awards at present. He boasts nine Academy, Academy Award nominations, eight for acting and one for best picture for his 2016 adaptation of Fences, 
This puts him in the league of like Robert De Niro, Jack Nicholson, Jack Lemmon, and Gene Hackman. And final Denzel fact, he was a he turned down the role. He turned down Brad Pitt's role in Seven, so he would have been saying, "What's in the box?" <laughs> so those are your four things box? you didn't know about Denzel. Um, other than that, guys, let's get into the top five plus five honorable mentions time. Before we get into number ten. Does anybody have any honorable mentions as far as their favorite Denzel films? How many can we have? Eight hundred. Uh, I'll go start. I'll, I'll go first, and then you guys can just uh, kind of go off of that. Um, I'll rapid fire through mine right quick. Uh, Inside Man, The Great Debaters, Mo Betta Blues, and my official honorable mention is going to be Devil in a Blue Dress. Uh, my honorable mentions uh, is Crimson Tide with Gene Hackman, Safe House with Ryan Reynolds, and my official honorable mention, which was a first-time watch for me, uh, Roman J. Israel Esquire. Nice. nice. My um, honorable mentions are Malcolm X, Training Day, Rem- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All the top ones. That's crazy. No no more honorable mentions? Uh, I, there was, no. I didn't have any. Uh, I'll start off, man. Uh, my number 10 was a second-time watch this week. Um, number 10, not this week, but number 10 for me is going to be Antoine Fisher, um, from 2002, uh, Denzel, um, directed it. He also starred in it. Um, it's a very, Denzel plays a very thorough psychologist, if you will. Um, and he, uh, is there to listen, help guide, and lead Mr. Antoine Fisher into some of his, uh, help him feed off into some positivity off of his uh, dark, dark past. If you guys have not seen, seen it, it is a biography drama, also starring Derek Luke and Joy Bryant. Um, tremendous, tremendous movie. I uh, can't think of uh, another, I can't think of a better movie to start my list off um, other than Antoine Fisher from, from 2002. Um, some great performances all the way around. Denzel directs and leads an extraordinary young cast. And uh, I got to say, if you haven't seen it, it's worth a watch. Um, you can check it out now on uh, Prime Video to rent it. So go check it out. Antoine Fisher is my number 10. Craig, number 10 for you? Uh, number 10 for me is going to be 2018's uh, Equalizer 2. Um, just Denzel in that detective slash cop role, I think is a perfect fit for him. He has that gritty, um, demeanor. Um, but he also has that, that cool, cool, you know, cool guy aesthetic to where he can kind of blend in where he's, you know, being undercover, uh, has Pedro Pascal in it. Just overall, just a solid, solid movie. Really like the, the whole equalizer. Um, aspect of, of what the film represents. So. It's a good universe, too. Yeah. Uh, man, Equalizer number 10. Equalizer 2, number 10. That's a good That's a good number 10. Uh, Zach, it's number 10 for you, sir. Uh, number 10 for me is probably going to be, you know, kind of contradictory because, you know, we make these lists and it's always... We'll, rewatchability is very much a very important factor in these lists. Um, but, for me, <laughs> but for me, I... 
for this one, I, I really tried to keep it out of my top 10, but I just kept coming back to it. Uh, number 10 is the tragedy of Macbeth. Uh, we began the year off with that. Um, it's a just, I can't just keep going back to it just because of Denzel's performance. He's so powerful. He, I'm not at all a Shakespeare person, especially old school Shakespeare, but dude, he could do 10 of those and I'd watch every single one of them. He's so incredible in it. Uh, directed by Joel Cohen, part of the Cohen brothers. The cinematography is beautiful. The sense of uh, style and space, the production design. Um, it's such a, well-crafted movie and i never thought you could say the sentence denzel washington and a24 but that's a beautiful combination so uh number 10 is uh, the tragedy of macbeth johnny was waiting for that one i was yep <laughs> edward number 10 for you number 10 for me i'm gonna go ahead and put american gangster in here uh in that slot russell crowe he just elbowed josh brolin Rizza, Common, Fat Five, Freddy, T.I. Like, you've got a, a load of stars in here, whether music scene, actors, all kinds of stuff. Uh, what is it? October 19th, 2007, and, you know, Ridley Scott film. This thing, uh, I don't know, man. It, it just, I love this film. It, if you haven't seen it, just check it out because literally you'll be doing yourself a favor number nine um i'm gonna kick us off with number nine zach you mentioned it number nine for me is with the tragedy Macbeth. um you know without denzel's performance and he just standing up taking the stroll and taking lead on every single scene he's in in this movie the scenes the uh cinematography is epic um it's almost a it's almost a epic film in itself just because of how powerful and how commanding he is on screen. Yeah. But uh, if, if, you know, like, like Zach said, I'm not anywhere near a Shakespeare fan and the way it's done is just beautifully written. Um, like I said, if it was a little bit more doable as far as the, the dialogue goes, uh, it's an hour and 45 minutes, but sometimes it does drag. Um, yeah. it's, that's why it's a little low on my list right now. But I, I still have to say that the three times I've watched it this year, um, man, Denzel just he takes 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 control. Him and Francis McDorm are um, just tremendous on screen together. And yeah, you know, if you would have told me a few years ago that Denzel was going to be in an A twenty four movie, I'd have been like, <laughs> what what movie possibly could he be? You know, but uh, this one, this one, this one rocks it, man. And if you guys want to check it out, it's it's on Apple TV. So, yep. so go check it out. Um, number nine is the tragedy Macbeth for me from this from last year, twenty twenty one. Craig, what's number nine for you? Uh, number nine for me is going to be twenty sixteen's Magnificent Seven. Um, just flat out a, a, a tremendous cast. Um, you know, Chris Pratt, Ethan Hawke. You know, go down the list, but um, you know, Denzel's getting in. You know. He, he has the cop roll down. He has, um, you know, all, all these kind of roles down. But you, in a Western, it's not what you would expect. And, you know, it's it's just overall, I think the, the chemistry of him with all the other actors is good. It's a good movie in itself. Um, so it's going to be my number nine. Nice. Good number nine. Zach, number nine for you. Uh, number nine is another one that I, this is actually, this was like a last minute change before coming on here, actually. Uh, number nine is Inside Man, directed by Spike Lee, with uh, Denzel, Clive Owen, Jodie Foster, William Dafoe, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Just a uh, Christopher Plummer's also in it. 
it's so you would never think that Spike Lee would direct at this. This is like least Spike Lee of all his films. Um, it's very it's a very well twisted bank thriller, bank robbery thriller. And I mean, and I'm not big on Clive Owen, but I thought Clive Owen was a exceptional um, antagonist for Denzel's character in this movie. So it's um I think it's still streaming on HBO Max, so go HBO Max it up for Inside Man for number nine. Inside Man, that's a good number nine. Edward, number nine for you. Number nine for me, uh, literally, we did this back in October. Uh, what was that? Like 216 or something like that? The Bone Collector. Uh, you know, Angelina Jolie, Queen Latifah, Denzel Washington. Honestly, we've done the episode. Go back and review it. Um a ton of great detective work in this. I mean, honestly, it's it's a suspense film, so if you're cool with that, get in there. But yeah, uh, like like Craig said, he has the whole cop role down packed. So, and he was a paraplegic in that movie. Yes, so he was kind oh. of behind the scenes, but in the, <laughs> kind of all over in that one. It was, it was it a was fun, good. fun episode. Go back and check it out. Um, yeah, number eight for me is going to be from 2000, uh, no, 1998. Uh, he got game. Uh, Denzel Washington, Ray Allen, Rosie O'Dawson, Mila Djokovic, a Spike Lee joint. Um, it is two hours and 20 minutes, but man, um, you know, Denzel Washington plays a wrongfully kind of convicted um, ex-basketball player, Jake Shuttlesworth, and his son, Jesus is a top tier basketball high school basketball player and you know the, the 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 movie follows Jesus around in high school as he's getting ready to make his big decision on where he plays college ball at um and uh you know certain a certain warden wants him to go to a certain college and tries to talk Denzel into hey if you can talk your son into going to this college we'll we'll let your sentence go um we'll we'll ease up on your sentencing uh, but Denzel just gives an outstanding performance. You can tell it's directed by Spike Lee. It's raw. It's gritty. It's a it's a great Spike Lee film. So I highly recommend it. Um, he got game is number eight for me. So go check it out. Uh, Craig, what's your number eight? Uh, number eight for me. Um, I wasn't a, a a big fan of it when we did the podcast. <clears throat> I actually missed that episode, but I, I told you guys about it. Uh, Tragedy of Macbeth. Uh, personally don't like the film um, but like you say Denzel commands the screen every single time he's on it um, and to be able to step into a role like that where it is Shakespearean and it is all about lines and how you deliver it and it's yeah. not there's no action to cover up your your lack of you know whatever and he he commands the screen. He nails every single line that he delivers, and you know it's he he really fit in that style of film. So that's that's how you can tell that this guy is exactly who he he's is. He's him. Yeah, because yeah. You, Craig Craig just picked a movie that he does not like, but it's in his top eight because of the performance himself. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna get into it. I know. Uh, Usually I, I, I do the whole spiel before, but I'm going to get into that before the final five. So 
good number eight, Craig. Um, Zach, what's your number eight? <laughs> that's so funny because I really thought I was going to be the only one to have the tragedy my Beth on my list. So that's funny. It just keeps going up the ranks. So, um, you about to have a seizure over there. Number eight uh, for me. We did an episode about a, probably less than a month ago. Um, the hurricane. <laughs> Hurricane made it to my number eight. Um, absolutely, this is a first time watch for me this year. Uh, loved, absolutely loved, loved it. it. Yeah, you loved gave, it. You gave it. A, you gave it a ten, I believe. Gave it a ten, man. It's yeah. Denzel. Like he, I think. Every, I think we can all agree that what anytime Denzel is nominated for an Oscar, he should win. He yeah. should have definitely won for this. I mean, he. We'll, 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 we'll talk about the Oscars he's been nominated for. We'll get into it. Uh, you know, I, I didn't want to start off that way now because you know I don't want to get hot under the collar. I don't want to get mad. You know. <laughs> So, no, just go ahead and let it out. You know no, what to do. No, no I, I don't want to damage the wall right now, okay? <laughs> All right, Kyle. Um, you know, keep away from the Blu-rays. Yeah, but I mean, The Hurricane is just, it's a spectacular film. I'm really surprised in the age that we're in with um, demanding ra- racial uh, justice and everything. I'm really surprised this movie hasn't had like a, has like a, has not had a resurgence um there's just so many scenes in that movie that denzel just commands like he does in all his movies the when he said what the scene towards the end of the movie where he's talking about he's 50 years old and been in jail for 30 years that mm, man that's that's just a gut that's a gut punch so yeah number eight is uh, the hurricane good number eight edward number eight for you number eight for me i'm gonna go ahead and put the little things here uh you know rami malik Jared Leto, uh, man, <clears throat> Jared Leto adds his um, flavor Jared to Lendon. the mix. <laughs> his Jared, Jared Leto-ness. Leto-ness. <laughs> yeah. As well as Rami Malek does very good as an opposite of, uh, not opposite, but a uh, partner to uh, Denzel's character. Yep. But, I mean, we did an episode on this. Uh, it was a ago. while. Yeah, I was about to say it was a few a lot while back damn but this is very very good it's very seven-esque um there's not too much more you can really say about it other than giving away things about it yep so yeah check it out and the movie is still currently on hbo max so uh number seven for me is going to be i believe somebody already named it off number seven for me is going to be on peacock go check it out on the cock uh american gangster um you know, a tremendous movie. You guys know me. I'm I'm big on gangster flicks. Um, even if it's the tax collector with Shia LaBeouf. Get out. Get out. Of here. Get out. Just stop. Just stop. Hold on a second. That movie, just stop. That movie automatically gets a six for me just for it being a gangster flick. Just do uh, it. Um, and if, honestly, I know a lot of people hate on that movie. I don't know how this turned into a tax collector brief, but you started it just for Shia LaBeouf's performance. Go check out the tax collector. Stop, girl. Um, but American gangster, I'm big on gangster flicks. I knew this movie was going to be somewhere on my list. I just didn't know where to place it. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time on it. Cause I believe even though Denzel year is over, we're going to talk American gangster soon. Um, Denzel Washington plays a true story, a true gangster, Frank Lucas. Uh, go check it out. Russell Crowe's performance is phenomenal. Um, Josh Brolin is also in it as well. Um, directed by one Ridley Scott. So go check it out on Peacock. American Gangster is my number seven. Craig, number seven for you? Uh, number seven for me is going to be Philadelphia. Um, movie we did a couple months ago. Tom Hanks, Denzel. <clears throat> 
Um, it's a movie that I never heard of, had no intentions of watching. Um, to be honest, if you read the kind of synopsis of the film, it doesn't sound like one that would be too intriguing. Um, but it was. Again, just like Tragedy of Macbeth, Denzel delivers every single time he's on screen. Um, and that's why it's in the top ten. Nice. Short and sweet. I like it. Um, Zach, number number seven for you. Uh, number seven. Uh, number seven is Man on Fire. We talked about it. Well, you talked about it for oh my an God. hour, 45 minutes to an hour that I had technical what problems. A, what a debacle um, that was. I was the man on fire. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this, I, I think this is probably uh, – it, it's one of his lower-rated films, but I think it's really exceptionally well done, uh, directed by Tony Scott with uh, Dakota Fanning. Um you know, go listen to our episode or what you can hear from it. Um, I think it's definitely one of the better, um, I don't want to say lower tail Denzel films, but just one of the ones that kind of has kind of been forgotten in all, in yeah. all honesty. So I like the episode. And it, but in the episode, yeah. I, in the episode, I state that this was a lot of people's opening eyes to Denzel, yeah. you know, 2004, yeah. a lot of people, you know, they knew and we got a, more than, but this was his, this was his major, like everybody went and saw Man on yeah. Fire. Well, we got a lot of it. We got a lot of emails saying that they had never seen this movie, and it was kind of like a, a uh, wow, where was I that during that time? Yeah. Um, so yeah, number seven, Man on Fire. Number seven, Edward. Number seven for me, Magnificent Seven. I see what you did. Funny, hey, because it's seven. Um, <laughs> I dude, I don't know why, but it just kind of stuck there. So it is what it is. Um, Chris Pratt, Ethan Hawke. We have talked about this not too long ago. Yep. It was an episode um, on November seventh. I mean, <laughs> November seventh, Magnificent Seven. My number seven. Okay, it's, we're talking hey, man. It's seven. Yeah, we're we're going. It is seven. Look at that. I'm going to the casino. I'll be back in a few <laughs> hours. Um, nah, man. But I mean, honestly, it, it's got a ton of parts that just. It, it goes all over the place, and it's just fantastic how they do uh, the entire movie. So, magnificent. You know. Seven. Maybe you can find your beard at that casino. Eh, you know, it, it'll be here in about a week or two. Sorry, right. I need to see. You can have some of mine, dude. Um, number yeah. six for me is going to be the greatest. And you guys, I'll fight anybody. The greatest sports movie of all time, number six for me, is going to be Remember the Titans. Um, I don't think this movie is, honestly, from now till number one, they're all 10-star movies for me. Um, and that's just how Denzel is for me. But this is a 10-star movie for me, 2000, Remember the Titans. Um, he not only makes you believe that he is Coach Herman, he is Coach Herman. Uh and then Will Patton stars uh, Coach Yost. Um, those two together, I don't think have ever done another movie together. But the chemistry that they have as assistant coach and head coach, man. Lightning uh, in a bottle. It is lightning in a bottle. And I want to name my favorite scene from that movie because I think come football season next summer, we're going <laughs> to have to talk about it. But one of my favorite scenes from that movie is when Denzel is running with the team and they end up on the uh, – 
the grave site of the war okay. where all those people Gettysburg. Gettysburg and he talks about how they fought as one they died as one and you know going through a time and a, a day and age where they were separated from color um you know even though the lines were written for Denzel it's almost as if he's just speaking from the heart and uh, that's what you can take from good acting and somebody who knows what the hell they're doing. And uh, like I said, from six to one, these are all 10 star movies for me. So number six is uh, Remember the Titans. Craig, number six for you. Uh, <clears throat> number six for me is going to be a movie. Was it last year? Uh, Glory. Yeah, this year. Um, it was this year. Yep. It was this year. Okay. Yep. Uh, Matthew Broderick, Denzel Washington. Um, what's the other big name actor? Sam? No. Uh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Freeman. <laughs> I was about to say Samuel L. Jackson. Um, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> um, it, again, it's another movie like Philadelphia, where if you look at it, you're like, oh, it's an other old timey war movie. You know, it has some of the actors, but it doesn't look that appealing to the eye. You watch it, it it has. <clears throat> More, it's more than a movie. It, it's yeah. it's about life. It's about um, the respect for yourself, the respect for others, um, and it tells a story about um, oh, I can't think of the, the infantry. Um, but we talked. I mean, we talked about it. You can go check out the episode. It was a it was a damn good episode. If I'm going to be honest, we we talked. I think we got, got in depth. Episodes. Yeah. Um, so we got in depth. Yeah, number six is going to be glory for me. Zach, number six for you? Uh, number six is one that uh, I really thought I had seen all the way through, but after watching it on Netflix, I hadn't. Uh, number six is Flight. Uh, just to, that with Denzel in that movie is just, oh, man. <laughs> just, a, just a very, just a raw performance. It's, that's the best way I can describe that. Uh, Kelly Riley is also in it, who plays uh, Beth and Yellowstone, John Goodman, Don Cheadle, Bruce uh, Greenwood. Um, just another John movie that hilarious in that movie. Oh man, he's just <laughs> his like personal drug mule, basically. It, it is so funny. Um, the scene at the end of the movie at the at the court hearing, and he finally finally breaks down and says, um, "I'm an alcoholic. I basically killed those people." Just raw, man. Just that's what Denzel is, and he he can move you to tears and just put you on the edge of your seat with just just a command by saying yep. words. Yep. And that in flight is just one of those one of those examples that you're just like you walk out of that and you're just like damn that that's that's why we go see Denzel movies. So mm. Edward, number six for you. Number six for me. Uh, I might be the only one to mention this today. Uh, hopefully, I'm not, but it is what it is. The Book of Eli. Uh, that that movie. I uh, loved it. It's got action. It's got good dialogue. It's got. The score is amazing. Yeah. Uh, it, it's got a lot of different elements that make it a really, really good movie. Um, and yeah, Denzel, you know, plays a man that is blind and he has pretty much the last known Bible. Uh, and what a lot of people, do, other people don't know about the Bible is it has a certain secret. If you haven't seen it, go see it. You'll find the secret out at the end of the film. Kind of go from there. So yeah, book of Eli. Right. Um, <clears throat> so that is our ten through six. 
Um, before we get into the top five, guys, I wanted to let everybody know January is going to be it's going to be packed. It's right around the corner. Uh, January second, next Monday, we're talking about Elvis. Um, January 9th, we're talking Glass Onion, a Knives Out sequel, which is currently on Netflix. January 16th, we're doing Raiders of the Lost Ark, revisited episode. Me and Edward did that years, years ago. But I think it'd be fun to talk and dive back into that Indiana Jones world, especially with the new one coming out uh, later next year. Um, January 23rd, we're, you know, um, I asked a question on social media this past weekend. Um, who is or what is going to be what are we going to dedicate 2023 to um and you know what the first six months uh we're, we're we got two people um we're going to dedicate 2023 to tom cruise and we're also going to dedicate 2023 to robin williams um nice. so th- throughout 2023 we're going to we're going to be talking about a lot of tom cruise movies and a lot of robin williams movies so it should be a fun, it's okay. fun year. It's okay, Ed. It's okay. So January 23rd, we're talking uh, Mission Impossible, the OG. And then uh, January 30th, we're going to end the month with DC's Black Adam. A uh, bunch of controversy around Black Adam and The Rock. So what better way to dive into that DC universe, talk about what could have been, what should be, and what to expect for DC for 2023. Um so you know, if you, Black really, Adam, if you really Black think Adam, about it, go ahead. Go Black ahead, Adam, Black Adam gets a lot of uh, knock and a lot of uh, you know people saying that it wasn't a good movie. But you know what? We're we're gonna dedicate a whole show to it, and we're gonna give you our opinions January thirtieth. Black Adam. If you really think about it, we're kind of doing two on the roads to because there's a new Indian <laughs> Jones and there's a new uh, Mission Impossible player this year. So, um, and then, you know, I thought I would talk about it and bring it up edward's gonna probably melt over there um monday february the 6th we're gonna talk donnie darko hey. um and then february 13th the day before valentine's day we are gonna talk the princess's bride Finally, finally, there, there's been a lot. Finally, of, there, there's been a lot of people wanting us to do and talk about the Princess's Bride. So, Monday, February thirteenth, the day before Valentine's Day, we're gonna talk the Princess's Bride. I've so. I've put this in your mind for like three years now, man. <laughs> three years. Don Darko is awesome, but three years after Watch Princess Edward. Bride, Edward's not gonna be able to make that episode. Nah, I will. I will. <laughs> The oh, only foreseeable uh, one would be sometime in May that I may or may not be able to make. But other than that, I should be good. Um, but that is that is what we're kicking off next year with Elvis, um, a big 2023 release. So next week, Austin Butler, Tom Hanks, a movie that's going to be probably nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars, and it is being nominated for Best Picture at the Golden Globes. So... Next Monday, Elvis should be pretty fun. Um, and then next week, guys, during Elvis, we're going to talk our top five here. episodes of 2022 um, as far as the podcast goes. Every year we, we revisit our conversations of what was our fun conversations of the year. So next week, if the listeners want to join in, send us an email. Let us know what your top five episodes were that you got to listen to from us last year. Um, 
Hadley was wanting to show you guys that she lost a tooth today. You lost a tooth? And, and, Dang. And I had an idea to <laughs> make me get it out, and I was twisting it when she said twist it out one more time, and I was twisting it two times when I when I was nervous. But when I did it after, I was done nervous, and I and I was. And she got it out. Yeah. You got, you got the tooth out. So you got, you got the, you got, you're getting ready to get the tooth fairy, and you had Santa Claus come visit yep. you this past weekend. Yep, she had Santa Claus Man. and the tooth fairy. Hey, Ali, I'm still doing this. Man, you know, you know who could probably uh, get a few teeth out themselves? Denzel Washington in the hurricane. Dude, what's mm. funny is that my nephew just lost the tooth yesterday. So that's why I'm like, dang, okay. It's it's that time of year, you know. January, so, just, January you know, hits and people, you know, people get that those people start losing those teeth. But this is what All we're here. Candy. We have dedicated the entire <laughs> year, January to December. This entire year has been dedicated to one Mister Denzel Washington. Uh, this is the first time that we've actually done this. Um, from from all twelve months, dedicate the entire year to somebody. So, should be interesting to see who we have or what movies are in the top five. Today we are talking our top five Denzel Washington movies. Uh, Denzel Washington, born December 28th, 1954. In 2016, he was selected as the recipient for the Cecil B. DeMille Lifetime Achievement Award at the 73rd Golden Globe Awards. He lives in Los Angeles, California with his wife, Pauletta Washington, and their four children. Um Denzel Washington. Um, man, the guy has been nominated for... Zach, do you have an exact number? I had it written down. He's He has been nominated for 10 Academy Awards, which is bonkers. And, he's only, won, and he's only won two. Oh, my God. Here we go. Math ain't mathin'. <laughs> you, you know, some, something's not adding up here. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to save us all a... Uh, uh, a heat stroke, a 30 minute rant, but it's just, it's bigotry. It's not fair. I don't understand why. And uh, for him to only have two out of uh, 11 or 10 nominations, it's a, uh, it's pretty dumbassery if you ask me. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah. And we're also going to give a star rating on the man's career as soon as we get done with number one. Uh, do we really got to do that? We do. I want to hear how many he gets. Number five for me is going to be Philadelphia. Um, 1993, I first saw this movie about three years ago when it came out on 4K. Um, I had always wanted this movie, but it was one of those movies that for some reason never got released on Blu-ray. But when it finally did, I bought it. I watched it. I watched the music video and then I just hit play again and rewatched it. It was that powerful to me. 
all five of these movies, including number six for me, have a 10 star rating. Um, it's we did a whole episode on it. Tom Hanks, Denzel Washington are extremely well together. It's a very touchy subject, but it's a very emotional and powerful subject. So if you have the opportunity, go back and watch the movie and listen to our episode. Um, Philadelphia from 1993 is number five for me. Craig, number five for you. Uh, number five for me is going to be the first Equalizer um, for all the same reasons of the second one, just a film that was done a little bit better with it being the first in it, that universe. Um, <clears throat> just it's a guy who really just wants people to, you know, he's a bully for the people that are getting bullied pretty much. You know, he's, yep. he's wanting to bring justice to people who can't defend themselves, kind of like a real life superhero. So um, Equalizer is my number five. Zach, number five for you? Uh, number five's already been mentioned. Uh, number five's American Gangster. Uh, got to see this in theater when it was released. Um, just a really epic crime story, like you said, Johnny. Um, story about Frank Lucas and his rise in the heroin uh, business in New York during the 80s, I think, 70s, 80s, 70s or 80s. Um, Russell Crowe plays, plays an awesome other side of the coin with uh, his uh, Richie the Cop. And by the by the end of it, you know, it's almost kind of like a psychological throwdown when they're kind of in the interrogation room. Um, just very well acted, very well directed by Ridley Scott. Uh, cinematography is really good. And it's one of the few times that Denzel plays a bad guy and you really want him to just get away with it. So, yeah. Edward, number five for you. Number five for me. I'm going to go ahead and follow in your footsteps. Uh, going to go with Philadelphia. Um powerful powerful message in movie um yeah tom <clears throat> tom hanks and denzel just offer very very good performances um it, it's a kind of a crazy movie on how good those two are in it for that matter um yeah. so yeah very denzel touching was... good no i was gonna say denzel wasn't even nominated for an oscar for that that's insane a uh, very powerful message on a very, very touchy subject that unfortunately some people are uh, dealing with. So, yeah, uh, Philadelphia is just insane. Number four for me is going to be Flight. Zach, you mentioned this earlier. I rewatched it earlier this year, and from 2012, it is a phenomenal film. Another um, powerhouse performance from Denzel playing Whip uh, Whit Whitaker. Um, you know, nobody talks about Don Cheadle in this movie either, but Don Cheadle as the lawyer, as Hugh Lang, is a completely cocky yet brash lawyer. Um, you know, John Goodman, like I said, is, is also a small – he's got some small good role uh, scenes in that movie as well. Um, highly recommend it. I don't know if it's still on Netflix. It's on Paramount+. Plus. Um, so, yeah, go, go check it out on Paramount+. Plus. Flight is a phenomenal movie, 10 stars for me. Uh, number four – is where flight goes. Craig, number four for you. Uh, number four for me <clears throat> is going to be uh, the Book of Eli. <clears throat> um, like you said, it's uh, the the score is great. The, the the sound, the visuals, the story in itself. <clears throat> um, it's just he he's blind and he's having to to traverse this wasteland of a of an earth that you know has kind of just been wasted away and and the it it 
there's movies like it, but it's really one of its kind in my yeah. opinion. Um, it is more unique, but yeah. With the subject matter that he had to deal with. Um, so, um, yeah, number four is my book of Eli. Ed, number four for you? Number four for me. These two were kind of hard to put one over the other. Uh, so pretty much I kind of gone the way with that Craig did, uh, equalizer two. Um, yeah. I mean, you kind of put it best with, uh, the bully of the people that get bullied, <laughs> you know, um, it, he just wants it, to do, wants to give them a chance, gives them the chance to do the right thing and they just don't. And I mean, that's the thing right there because it, it both of these movies are so very, very good, and I'm looking forward to the third one in 2023. Uh, but he has that because was it the first one he came out with the watch, or was it the second one with the watch? That it was a, time? That was the first one. Was okay, first that's one. what I was thinking. But I was just like, you know, he does it. In, he does it in the second one, but the first one is like when he started. It, it was just like, dude, this is like this is John Wick to an extra level. <laughs> like John Wick doesn't time; he just goes and does. This man is like twenty-two seconds. Uh, sounds good, you know. So, Equalizer two, number three for me. Um, training day. You want to go to jail? You want to go home? You know, uh, I don't think it gets as good as these next three for me. I could watch these on any given Sunday, and uh, man, it's just a phenomenal story, a phenomenal performance. Um, and this is the last time Denzel won an Oscar was in 2001. So um, highly recommend it. Um, it's on HBO Max now. So go check out Denzel Washington. We also did an entire episode on it as he plays Alonzo, um, written by David Ayer, directed by Antoine Fuqua. So number three for me is Training Day. Craig, number three for you. I'm right there with you. Number three for me is Training Day. Um, first time watching it <clears throat> was for our episode this year. Yep. And, um, <clears throat> you know, usually when people talk about a movie, you're like, there's no way that movie can have that much hype, you know, and still be what it is. <clears throat> um, I, I don't think the hype was as great as what some people made it seem, but it is still a good movie. And uh, Denzel is Denzel. Yeah. And uh, all all the quotes that you heard from the movie, where he's talking about playing basketball and Pelican Bay and all that, it's, it hits the same way it does when you just see a little clip of it. And uh, you know, it was just it was it was nice to see a film like that after twenty something years still stand up and be a quote unquote masterpiece that it is. So great, <clears throat> Zach. Number three for you. Um, I got to do two. I didn't get to do my number four. Number four is training day. Like you oh, guys shit. said, it's, it's, um, yeah, everything. That's just one of those. I think, I think if when you make a, a list of Denzel movies, you have to put that in there somewhere, whether it be top five or in the six through 10, but it's number four for me. Uh, my number three is fences. Incredible, incredible film. Um, that was my very first episode of the show that I did. Um, just that movie alone, just to see Denzel Washington, Viola Davis, and the screenplay, let those two actors do what they do and say those lines is worth the price of admission by itself. And not only um, did he do, not only did Denzel do a good job 
acting, he did a phenomenal job directing it as well. Because Denzel and Viola did the stage play, they were familiar with the subject matter, and they're able to translate that from stage to screen, and they did it perfectly. So, number three is Fences. Edward, number three for you? Uh, number three for me, I'm going to go ahead and do Equalizer, the original. Uh, like, like I said with Equalizer 2, I, I, well, I mean, honestly, I could, I could say that it's kind of cheating how I'm doing this, but, or maybe cheap or whatever, but these two movies were, were really neck and neck to me with each other. Uh, it's on, like I said, just before it's same kind of thing, you know, uh, John Wick, but on another level, I mean, honestly, um, yeah, man, yeah, (laughs) Uh, number two for me is going to be another episode that we talked about this year, Malcolm X from 1992, all three hours and 22 minutes of it. Um, just a phenomenal conversation that we had. Um, the subject matter was just out of this world, and the performances were epic. It's directed by Spike Lee. Um, Denzel puts his best foot forward, and he shows you back in 1992 that not only is he a great actor then, but he is, he's here to stay and he's had phenomenal movies since then. So it was hard for me to do number one, number two, but number two for me is Malcolm X. Craig. We did not um, share our list prior. Uh, Malcolm X is my number two as well. Um, First time watch again for another Denzel movie, a movie that um, I remember my brother watching it. I remember seeing it around in his room, but you know, at that time, you know, that day and age for me, I was into cartoons, Disney Channel shows. You know, I wasn't really wanting to look at anything historical like that. And, um, you know, watching it, I think I think it almost benefited me more watching it today um, as a as an, uh, you know, an adult um, with a more mature mindset where I could appreciate truly what the movie meant uh what denzel was to um you know for that movie and how he portrayed malcolm x um it's just truly a, you know it's one of those films where you're you're really glad that you were able to watch it <clears throat> when you were able to watch it so it's my number two edward number two for you uh, number two for me, either one of these can be changed up uh, very, very easily. Uh, my number two is going to be Fences. Um, man, that one is very hard to beat. Uh, the dialogue in it is phenomenal. That That's as good as I can really say. Um, the one scene that stuck out to me that you showed me first... Uh, before I had even seen the movie, uh, you had shown me the scene where him and his son were talking out back, and you know he was basically like, "Like you, I ain't gotta like you. Where, where, where in the law does it say I have to like you? You know, and like the the power radiating from those words as well as the delivery is what makes him different. It's it's what gives him that edge that a lot of people in theaters see, but apparently is not seen on the upper scale, I guess. I, I don't know how to put that. But 
he's one of those once in a lifetime actors that is so eloquent with his lines that it's not even funny. So yeah, Fences number two for me. If you have not seen that, you want something powerful, watch that. And let me do my number two before I get skipped again, so it's okay. Uh, uh, number two is Philadelphia. Uh, I wasn't on the episode with you guys. Very, very powerful film, like you said, Ed, especially dealing with the real-life subject matter. Um, it's really it's very interesting on a character uh, profile to see Denzel go from someone who's very anti-people that have AIDS to his understanding and his caring by the end of the film. Um He's very much like the scene in the in the um, uh, where he basically he gets hit on in like the in the pharmacy. I guess it's like a drug in the pharmacy. Like you could just tell, like you don't really want this guy to be Tom Hanks's attorney, um, but it it's just a, those two. I, I and that's something I can't believe we never had another Tom Hanks Denzel movie, which we need. I mean, those two those two together are just powerhouse performances. So. Yeah, number number two is Philadelphia. Oof. Oof. And what is number one? Uh, number one for me is is uh, Edward mentioned it's going to be Fences. Um, I still to this day have not seen a performance from Denzel like that, even in the tragedy of Macbeth. Um, the fact that he didn't walk away with the Oscar that year is mind blowing. For real. Um, he, I think he even deserved for best director. Um, if you guys have not seen Fences, do yourself a favor. Um, it's again one of those movies that I went and saw it in the theater. Um, and then when I bought it, I watched it and uh, I just couldn't wait to watch it again. And now every time I do get to watch it, it's just I find something else that I like about that movie and that I enjoy and love about that movie. The performances, uh, the score is not really that big of into the film, but it's still powerful viola davis is just um you, you you think of a denzel movie and you're like man he's gonna control every scene no uh viola davis is uh one that yeah hey denzel's got to keep up with her in this movie and they both do a phenomenal job going back and forth with each other um you know there's a reason why i wanted to dedicate not only a whole calendar year but also an entire episode of denzel and if you haven't seen this movie, go see it and you'll see why. Yep. Because um, I I think, and I'm going to go ahead and say my uh, my 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 uh, career rating for him is going to be a ten, um, because I think the guy is the guy is perfect in every single role that he's in and in every single acting and screen time that he's in and anything. You could take a movie like. The Bone Collector, which is a lazy script and kind of a um, subpar movie, but you put him in it and it's watchable and it's great. Um, so I think Fences is, is my number one movie. It's it's a ten, and uh, his character rating or his career rating is a ten for me. So um, let's go with uh, let's go with Craig. What's number one for you, Craig? Um, number one for me is going to be. Uh... Remember the Titans, um, just with the the subject matter of the movie being football, um, how it deals with, you know, kids of that age and, and the era that they were in. Um, it just all works, even in 2021, 2022, 
2023, sorry, even in 2023, basically, where, you know, that, that subject matter still hits home just like it was, you know, just like it did in 2000. Um, 2001, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000. Yeah. yeah. So, um, just, uh, it's just the, the, my favorite Denzel film. So Zach, number one for you. Uh, number one, uh, you have – we've kind of dealt with two drama in Action Denzel. I'm going to end on Action Denzel. Uh, number one is The Magnificent Seven. Um, truly, we talked about it about a month ago, and it's if it's a two-hour and 12-minute movie, but it feels like an hour and 10-minute movie, honestly. It goes by so fast. You have a awesome cast with Denzel, Chris Pratt, Ethan Hawke, Vincent D'Onofrio, Um you know, it's one of those. It's I love I love westerns and really good westerns can be really really fun and this is one of those. Um, and directed by Antoine Fuqua, it's just you know it, he never I, the reason he did this movie is because he's never been able to do a western and this was his chance and he's kick ass in it, man. I mean, I don't know what else you can say about it. So number one is the Magnificent Seven. His career wise, I'd give a ten. Also, I mean the guy. He's just one of those like he'll, he's going to go down in the annals of film as act and film Hollywood film actors as top you know one of the goats you know he can do action drama comedy um, suspense and pretty much anything that he's in he's going to take the lead and let you know who what kind of movie you're watching so I Craig you give a ten yeah I mean uh, I. Th- Everything the guy touches is is solid. <clears throat> you know, some some actors go out and you know they they kind of take everything and anything for a payday. I feel like he really chooses his subject matter, <clears throat> and when he chooses that subject matter, he goes ten toes in. You know, it's it's yeah. all the way in. He he dedicates himself to that role and to try and figure out what's the best way to represent this character that I'm being picked to portray. And you know, it's I think. I think you have the Mount Rushmore of actors, and then I think Denzel's above them. I know I'm gonna get like, I, but this is this is truly how I feel. Like you can take the um, the James Stewarts, the the Humphrey Bogarts, you could take the Marlon Brandos, the Al Pacinos, the Leonardo DiCaprios, Robert De Niro's. They're all here, but I think Denzel is here. Including Daniel Day Lewis, um, I don't know how he has three of those things and Denzel has two, or he has four. Denzel, it, I, it's it, it's it's all poppycock. But Edward, the floor is yours. You are giving us the final top spot, the final number one of the entire year. What's your number one film? I am uh, going with uh, the man on my my right. You know. Uh, remember the Titans. Uh, this Left this... side. <laughs> Strong side. But uh, this movie had a lot of later on and current, uh, at that time, star power. Uh, people that would go on to be memes or gifs or legendary kind of actors like Denzel, you know. Uh, it, it, it's crazy to know, you know, like you said, the subject matter, what we're dealing with today, 
22 years later is still not far from each other. It's gotten to a point on some things better and then still not on a lot of others. But uh, that movie hits home at at so many different uh, areas. It's not even funny. It is hilarious. You know, you've got the roasting scene where they're all getting dressed in the locker rooms and stuff like that. Uh, you've, you've got, you know, the powerful scene of can't you see the resemblance? That's my brother, you know, kind of thing when he's in the hospital bed laying up messed up. I mean, what, what that movie, it's like everybody elevated each other, you know, and that's the first one that I ever remember watching Denzel Washington in. Uh, I might have seen one before that. I don't know, but that's the one I remember first. So, yeah, man. Um, but as far as his career goes, I mean, you're, you're going to be a snob, literally. And I, I, I don't know who would do that. But if you give him anything other than a 10, I, I don't know what's wrong with you. And I, I don't know what you, like, see. You know, who, whoever your favorite is must be the god of acting then because that that's not easy to pass up so nice well that was our top five let's get into some email bags right quick here get into the uh email segment um you guys can email us at c-i-n-e-m-e-n-921 at gmail.com and uh send us in your top five send us in your top five um Denzel Washington movies. Um, so send us in an email at cinemen921 at gmail.com. Uh, Gabby says, Titanic is my all-time favorite movie. Ten stars all the way. All the way. Uh, Lawrence says, my top five Denzel films. Um... Five to one, Two Guns, Training Day, Magnificent Seven, The Equalizer, Malcolm X. Anthony says, Avatar, The Way of the Water was astonishing. Definitely a top three of 2022. Can't wait to see more 10 stars. Um, Henry's top five Denzel movies, Glory, Training Day, The Bone Collector, Devil in a Blue Dress, Fences. Um... Tony says, my top five Denzel films, Deja Vu, Man on Fire, Two Guns, Fences, Malcolm X. Uh, Barry says, Titanic was a much better rewatch than I remember, Nine Stars. Um, Sarah 97's top five Denzel movies, Equalizer, The Little Things, Malcolm X, Training Day, Remember the Titans. Uh... Quentin says Avatar Way of Water was way better than the first one. I recommend seeing it on the biggest screen possible. Eight stars. Um, Isaac says Two Towers was a first time watch, but way too long. Seven stars. I would hate to sit through the extended version. Um, Sam G69's top five Denzel films. Glory. Training Day, Remember the Titans, Equalizer. Number one is Flight. Um, William, 
Titanic was just okay. I'll use Zach words. It's fine. I think it's way too overhyped. Six stars. Um, Nathaniel sends us an email saying Elvis was. I'll read that next week. Um, oh, because next week we're talking about Elvis. We're gonna open up 2023 with Elvis, um, Austin Butler, Tom Hanks. Uh, first time watch for anybody? Has everybody seen Elvis? Yep. Craig, first time watch for you? It will be. It's on HBO uh, well, Max. I got like 20 minutes in. It's on HBO Max, so everybody go check it out. That's what we're talking about next week is Elvis. Um, before we put the final nail in the coffin in the year 2022 in Denzel Washington year. Anybody else have anything they want to say before we run out of here? Uh, no, man. If uh, this is indeed the last time we get to see each other in the year 2022, on camera or in person, it's been a good year so far, guys. Hope y'all have a great new year. And, uh, yeah, man, I haven't said this in a while, but this is Zed saying I'll see you on the silver screen. Yeah, um, I just, you know, like, like I said, it's been a great year. Um, <sighs> was this, like, year four now of year everything? Four. Um yeah, just stay safe for New Year's. Um, you guys and listeners alike, um, don't do anything stupid. Uh, call an Uber if you have to. Um, have a designated driver. Um, just be be responsible um, for New Year's, and because uh, you don't want to miss out on the Elvis episode, you know. It's true. So, <laughs> Elvis next week. Zach, do you have anything you want to say before we head out? Uh, no, it was it's it was a incredible year for the show it's kind of hard to believe that 2022 is already over you know sunday's 2023 the beginning of it uh, i'm sure we have a lot of cool interesting shows we got planned up so we'll start with elvis next monday send us your super bowl predictions Ooh. since the uh, playoffs are kind of super bowl predictions starting to get set um i can leave you guys with this great year fun year 2023 is going to be even better it's going to be even greater um but i want to leave you with this go look up the denzel washington fall forward speech and if anybody's having a hard time in life or if anybody is needing to get through that extra ump or if you just need some positivity in your life look up that speech and send us an email a comment on this page message email it's all in the episode um, it's it's all right here. Look it up. The Denzel Washington fall forward speech and let us know what you think. Have a great holiday season. Have a great new year. And we'll see you next week for Elvis right here on the Cinnamon Movie Podcast.